Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Please make sure to tune in at the end of our podcast. We're going to do our Dear Jen segment, where one of our listeners asks a question, and I answer it for you online. So I'm, of course, here with my sidekick, Brad. What's up? And we have an in-studio guest today. We've got Dennis uh, here to talk. D-Man. Yeah, D-Man. Is that what we're calling you, D-Man? You can call me whatever you want. It's just great to be back. Better than DB, man. Uh, <laughs> or dumb man. You're very funny, Brad. Uh, so today's topic, even though we've touched on it before, we wanted it to be a focal point because it's a big deal. And we had Dennis come on because Dennis has recently been ghosted. And when Dennis got ghosted, uh, we decided after Brad and I talked about it several times, we decided this was big enough for a discussion. And then I threw it up on Facebook a few days ago and the post went crazy and we have all kinds of ghosting stories. So we're going to, we're going to open this up unwrap ghosting because uh, you know what somebody had said, actually, it's a great way to start it with ghosting because so can I ask a question? is that when somebody shows up to your door in a sheet? Exactly. So I knew you were going to say to define it, but everybody that's human knows what ghosting is. Oh, Ghosting is when you are talking to somebody, whether you've just met them, whether you're emailing, texting, uh, online dating, or you've gone out, somebody went out with a guy for six months and he ghosted her. But ghosting is, is when somebody disappears, they just disappear, boo, gone, right? Yeah. Disappear. Okay. So, so somebody on my post said it's been going on for years since the advent of the uh, cell phone and texting. Don't get caught in the logistics of the word ghosting. Clearly it was created by the millennials that had nothing better to do and still don't. Okay. Don't be bitter about the millennials. Okay, well, everything's got, you know, everything's got to have a label in today's world anyway. So I sort of, I sort of get what he's saying or she, I don't, you know, but I you get know it. I get it. But I don't think it's going to change anything that we have a label for it. You know, at least, no. at least now we, it gives us something to reference. If somebody ghosts us, don't just ghost gives me. us a hashtag to use. Hey, I got ghosted <laughs> in high school and I'm pretty sure the iPhone wasn't out. At I was going to say, amen to that. And we saw him every day in class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just easier to do it now because there's more connecting versus, you know, online. There's more connecting online, uh, social media, uh, all of that. I mean, I hear these people all the time and I don't do the online dating, but you do, Dennis. And even it happens even in online dating when people like, hey, how you doing? And you start a conversation with somebody in email and online dating and then poof, they're gone or they want. They say, "Why don't we plan on going out on Friday?" And then nobody makes any contact after that. So, well, that's that is an issue. I mean, online dating. You're, you know, if you're just having conversation with somebody and you're really not getting that far, and they like ask you how your weekend was. Hey, it was great. Did this, this, and that. How was your weekend? You never hear back from them. I guess that's one level of ghosting. The ghosting that's kind of annoying and inconsiderate is when you've met. And you're trying to set that second date and you reach out and no bueno from them. Um, the one thing to do, uh, I found out, is if, if you know, to, to reduce your chances of being flaked on for a date, you set a specific time in a specific place. And if she will not commit to that time or place, then I just take it away and say, okay, great. Sounds like you're not, you're, you might be too busy to meet me at that time. Let's, uh, let's schedule a time when we can both do it because I will not agree to a maybe date. 
not going to do it. That's a great way to be sitting on your couch on a Saturday when you think you had to do it. Because they're waiting for a bigger, better deal. Well, that's exactly right. And yeah. you know what? I've, I thought about this. I gave this some thoughts that what are, I came up with the three C's of ghosting. What are the three causes of ghosting? Number one, we talked about this a little earlier, they could care less and they feel no obligation. So I don't know him anything. I don't know her anything. So I don't care. The second one I think is conflict averse. They just don't want to say I met somebody else or I'm not interested. So they just want to flake away conflict averse. And the third one is they're contemplating a bigger, better deal. <laughs> and if they're contemplating a bigger, better deal and that bigger, better deal does not materialize, then you might hear from them again. Well, and I think the other thing is, you know, I don't know what the C word would be for it, but it's just somebody who's rude, somebody who's inconsiderate. Oh, there's a C word. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're not saying that. Well, they're clueless to manners. <laughs> okay, good. Clueless to me. That works for me. Much cleaner so, than Brad's word that was in his head. <laughs> I did not I did not say it. <laughs> you didn't say it. That's so, good. I noticed on your post, and it drove me nuts, that there was this discussion about well, they'll just figure it out if I quit contacting them. And it was a guy, shame on you. So he was just like, well, you know, they'll figure it out if I just quit contact and don't text back and eventually they'll get it. And I just thought, herein lies the problem. Here's what the problem with dating is because it's not just men or women that think that. They're like, oh, they'll figure it out. And how many people? Like, seriously? do that they ghost somebody else but then they get ticked off and offended if somebody does it to them absolutely double standard yeah no doubt about it you know the one that stood out to me that that it's got i'm gonna remember it it's not one i'm gonna forget is where somebody said i was completely ghosted after dating somebody six months that we, blew my mind when i saw i that. know six how do you date somebody for six months and then poof they disappear well and i think you and i talked about that i don't think that was the only person that person was hanging out with i don't oh, that's you, just my personal opinion i think there had to be something else going on it sounds like it was exclusive is you the know. thing which makes it even worse if they were uh, i mean yeah we don't we don't, we don't know, know. Nope. right you we don't. all speculation that but happened if, to me three years ago i dated somebody for two months and um were you, you exclusive know, yeah. yes Ooh. absolutely exclusive okay. And there was something underlying. And she and, just disappeared? Well, what happened was, um, I, you know, it was midweek. I said, hey, what are we going to do this weekend? I don't know. She started getting non-committal, started sensing the vibe changed, and reached out to her. Nothing over the weekend. Oh, one time she said, I'm busy. Call you later. Your boat Never wasn't heard big enough, Dennis. Yeah, my, <laughs> I needed, clearly <laughs> needed a bigger boat. And, um, and then that Monday morning came. Never heard from her all weekend. And the Monday morning came, and I got the text, I think we need a break. That's what she's strange. Said. So, uh, at least she at least she said it eventually. She did, but I mean, I was ghosted the weekend. Yeah, I was sitting there, you know, at that back then the couch wasn't a great option for me that it is now, and so I was pretty miserable that weekend. But you know, I was ghosted, and then um, funny enough, she came back after about forty five days. We talked, thought we were going to have another date. She ghosted me again, and then that was kind of the end of it. So. Um, I mean, that does happen. I mean, ghosting happens. It can happen when you meet somebody or before you meet somebody or two months into a relationship. Oh, it definitely happens before. It happened to me three times in three weeks. You know, the, after the, there was a committed, yes, I want to have dinner with you. Please call me on this day and we will set up all of the logistics. Bam. You yes. know, where, what prompted me to want to do this, too, is that I'm hearing this not just from you, Brad, not just from you, Dennis, but from a lot of guys. It seems to be a lot more prevalent with women. 
It's funny. We just talked about this. Did we talk about it on the I Don't Give a Rip the other day? Podcast? Ghosting? Yeah. A little bit. No, it, was, uh, it wasn't ghosting that we talked about. It was more of the fizzling out. It oh, wasn't yeah. ghosted. It just. But women are doing it a lot more now for some reason than men. Even uh, one of our uh, posters on Facebook said, I was ghosted recently, but she came back after two months. Sound familiar, Dennis? Mm -hmm. uh, he said, very immature. Just woman up. And tell the truth. Was it the same girl? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, this particular girl I'm talking about wound up getting married. And she did have some emotional problems from an abusive marriage. So I get it. And you know what? She's married. I've never met her guy. I've seen pictures of them on Facebook. He seems like a great guy. And I'm genuinely happy for her. She found the right guy. That's great. You know, it was a couple years ago. Fantastic for her. But I want to tell you something. Guys, girls, there's a trap you can avoid. When somebody, when you set a date and they say, well, call me the day before to reconfirm. Uh-uh. I will tell them, nope, I'm good to go now. So if that time doesn't work, let me know. But I don't need to confirm. I will see you at 530 at such and such a place. As a matter of fact, if I get there early, I'll get us a table. If you get there early, you get us a table. Do not leave a way for them to say, well, you never called to reconfirm, so I canceled. People are flaky like that. Okay, so I'm not flaky, but that sounds like something I would say, only because my schedule is always fluctuate by the craziest schedule and stuff happens all the time at the last minute. So I do always tell people like, okay, we're set for that time, but we, we do need to confirm up ahead of time because things just, you I can make I, it fun. God you could send a silly people little in my video. life that understand that. You could send a silly little video or something for fun. You know, Brad is great. He's getting ready for his date. I mean, you could do some fun stuff with it if you feel like it. Well, Jeff, I, I think, did you, are you saying that person was dating someone for two months, then they left and they came back? Like, read that one more time, because I, I wasn't clear on that. He said he dated somebody for two months. I was ghosted recently, but she came back after two months. So okay, why so would we don't know how long back? they dated for. But he did say uh, she was still seeing her boyfriend, and I didn't know it. So I hear that a lot. Uh. And we... We run into that before with you where the old boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever comes back into the picture where somebody hasn't let go. So contemplating bigger, better deals, bigger, better deals. You know, it's a bigger, better society now. I mean, it's funny. I do events. Um, and one thing I don't do anymore is I don't do Facebook pages anymore. Facebook events where people always put these Facebook events where people can RSVP. I don't even do it. Because people can't even commit to an event. They they will they have now instead of going or not going, they have interested. Yep. Yeah, we've right. given them an out. We've yeah, complete like, oh, maybe, right? That drives me insane. So I'm not even doing it because people are always waiting for the bigger, better deal and they're gonna wait, they're gonna decide the very last minute if they're coming. Well, Jennifer, back to your example, like, okay, if I said I was gonna meet you, whatever, call it confirm, I would just say, I'm gonna see you there if something comes up. Call me, but otherwise I'm going to see you there. Um, it, I, I'm what I'm trying to, what I'm suggesting is you get rid of the ambiguity. You know, I think a woman, women in general, like a guy who's assertive that'll make firm plans and have a have a plan in mind and say, do that and and let's let's be there. I mean, earlier this year I set up a date four days in advance. I said, great, I'll see you then and there. And uh, I got there. We we're meeting at a Starbucks. And um, there was your first problem. I've now learned you don't do Starbucks dates for a first date. I get that. But she, uh, I called her. I was like, Hey, are you coming? She's like, Oh, well I'm stuck in traffic. And I'm like, okay, well it was a Saturday morning where there could be traffic. And I looked at my traffic app. There was no traffic. And she got there. She finally admitted, well, I didn't hear from you for the last four days. So I assumed you were canceling. I'm like, no, I told you I was going to be there. 
told you I was going to be there. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> well, it, it was just a coffee date. So it wasn't like this, some big elaborate dinner or lunch where she felt like maybe she was committed. I, hey, listen, so this is, and I, I, I'm a very committed person. I am. And Tommy, I'm, I'm curious where you stand on this too. Just, just given your lifestyle. Um, Wait a minute. Again, because he's young. Because he's young. Oh, okay. towards what? So here's the thing. If somebody said to me, like, we made a plan, and my life is such a flux. My my life is really, there's so many things going on all the time, and my schedule changes, and I have lots of, you know, plates I'm spinning constantly. If somebody said to me, and I said, listen, can you just confirm up with me the day before just to make sure everything's still on, everything's okay, and somebody said to me, I'm going to be there no matter what. So you show up or not show up, I'm going to be there. I'm, and if I get there first, I'll get a table. And I, I felt rigidity in their, I'm just telling you me. Yeah. If I felt rigidity in their answer, I know my spirit. I'm very much a free spirit. And if I felt like somebody was rigid, I would back out at that point. Because I'd say, this person is not for me. They're way too scheduled. They're way too, you know, stuck on like, a certain routine and scheduling. And I don't operate. I mean, I do my best to operate within my schedule, but it always, always is getting screwed up. But Tommy, what, how are you? I'm curious how you, like what, how you feel about setting dates and sticking to them and, and, you know, versus spontaneity. I'll give you a good example. The last date that I was on, it was a, we, uh, we were talking back and forth. I was making plans for everything. I'd set us up with reservations for Niwa, the Japanese barbecue, at exactly 5.30. However, I'm not more of as, I love, I will 100% set the time, date, and place. Right. However, I know, because of my own hectic schedule, how crazy things can be for some time. I have no problem planning, but I'm just flexible enough to understand that sometimes things do get in the way. But... I want that to be upfront. Like you just go ahead and say, my schedule is hectic. I don't know how things are work. Can you confirm? I might confirm. And that's where the, uh, that's where the reservation came in. Right. The day before I made the reservation to make sure that we had it. I let her know we were good to go. So it's not more of like the confirmation. It's more of forcing, not even forcing. It's letting them know it's set up. It's structured. But there's no there's no point in being super rigid because there are some people who just have stuff come up. I love that. I love the way that you did that, where you said, hey, the day before we're confirmed, you know, we, they just they just confirmed our reservation for tomorrow at 530. Hope everything's still good to go. Let me know if you need to change anything. I love that because it at least takes that pressure off. Like, I think that was it last week we were here on a podcast and I, it was Halloween. We were recording a podcast. I'm sitting here recording. I had plans that night to go to a party with somebody. And my best friend messaged me and her father died. And so I'm like, okay, clear. the schedule is clear now. I'm going to be with her. The schedule's clear. I messaged uh, my friend said, look, this is what happened. This is what came up. And they were like, fine, no problem. Good to go. Take care of your friend. Thank God they were understanding. Yeah, I mean, life happens. Yeah, exactly. There's the thing, though. There's you know? one important key that you just said. You let them know what happened. You let them know without filter that your friend's father died. Right. If they give you hell about that, that doesn't change your character. That changes their character. Yes. Oh, exactly. And let me just clarify what I was saying. Um, 
if, if a guy's going to go or a girl or whatever, a guy's going to go through the problem of setting up a date and she's not able to commit. My thing is if it doesn't work for you on Thursday night or whatever, let's pick a time when, when it does work for you. I, and I've, and I've said that I was like, you know, take it away. Say, let's pick a time where it's more suitable for both of us. Um, I, I've just had experiences where people cancel at the last minute, cancel the day before. And it's a pain in the ass when you've set your side time aside I could have been out with my friends or I could have done this. And it's like, I'm all of our time is valuable. No one person's time is more valuable than the other. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. just trying to be protective of my time and still be considered that person. Jennifer, in your case, I would say, well, if, if you, if it's really hectic or crazy, why don't we look at next week when maybe it's not as hectic and crazy. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's all I'm saying. I don't, and maybe that I did come across too rigid and something like that. I don't want to be rigid, but on the other hand, I want to protect my time. And I've just been jerked around so many times where it's like, Hey, if you know what, uh, fool me once your fault, fool me twice or more. That's my fault. So mm -hmm. learn from the mistake. Well, yeah. yeah, but you also can't let yourself get too jaded or else it ends opportunities yes. that you could also find. But no, I totally agree right. with what you just said. And, and I will Look at say millennial jumping in. Here. Right. Go, he, Thomas. he answered for me. He's my man. He's my man. But I will say this as the re relationship progresses. So Jennifer, let's say the example, now we're on date three or four. Hey, baby, let, let's confirm. I'm fine with that because now we've met, you know, I kind of, I know you're for real. I know you're, you're sincere or whatever. But in the beginning, when you're trying to screen out the, the players from the pretenders or whatever, you got to take those precautions. That's what Ronald Reagan said a long time ago. Trust, but Trust verify. But verify. Mm -hmm. Trust okay. But so verify. I have a question. Got it. Well, so you're yes. hearing this a lot from guys. Uh -huh. You said, yes. you think it's more guys than girls. Or is uh, it 50-50? I think it's the same. It just seems to be that I'm hearing it more from guys these days uh, about women doing it to them. And uh, uh, I don't I, I don't know why, but, it, but, but, but I do want to say this, um, and I do want your question, but I think women have taken a lot of strides in regards to standing up for what they believe in, um, speaking their mind. If they don't like somebody being, there's plenty of women that will say, there's no chemistry. It's just not there for me. Where before a woman would just ghost a guy, she just wouldn't respond back because, um, because of the, she didn't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Right. But then you're, then you're, it's a fine line because you don't want to hurt their feelings, but now you're disrespecting them by not even giving them the courtesy of saying, I don't, it wasn't there for me. I don't want to go out with you again. I mean, just common courtesy to do that. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out because it seems like it's happening more and more and more on both parties, male, female. It seems, and I just am trying to figure out why, because it doesn't, and maybe it's is just it, because I'm, you know, I had a pastor tell me one time is you don't have to figure out everything. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to walk away and go, okay. Is it because we're dating? People are dating more though. Maybe people are dating more. And the, so therefore they're ghosting more because they're, they have more opportunities to ghost. I just don't get the, the whole concept, though. It takes three and a half seconds to send the text back that says, sorry, it's not going to happen or whatever, you know, whatever the case be, can't make it, um, not interested, sorry, not feeling it. And you said somebody on my post said something like they would get it. They would just get it if you didn't respond. Yeah, yeah. like there was this long conversation uh, about how, well, if you just you know, don't respond, eventually that person will get it. And I just thought, is that where we're at now? We're at, we're, we're to a point where we just say, eh, you're not even worth a text. You're not even worth five seconds of my time 
to be decent enough to say. I think if somebody has disrespected you, though, that's what I'm that saying. That would be a good reason to not, you know, to not message. Them well, I'm talking you. about. It sounded like that person was the one ghosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way I read. He was the one that chose not to re- reply to someone or not to to do a communication thing because they're like they'll figure it out when I just disappear. And I just thought, I just, I guess I'm trying to figure. I just don't understand where or why this is happening so much because we have communication tools. I mean, everywhere. Pettiness, pride, everywhere. vanity. You know, but it's beyond that because it's almost like it's, it's, um, it's almost like there's intent. Now there's like intent with this stuff. Like, uh, ah, whatever. I'm just not going to respond to him. Like, because it's so easy. I think the way that communication is now that it's everything so disposable, you know, it's just so easy. And people's level of confrontation, and I think Dennis talked about that earlier, is that people have that fear of confrontation. They don't have to uh, conflict, you know, they don't have to deal with conflict. They can can sit behind a computer and fight with somebody. They can sit behind a phone and text somebody and fight with them that way or or do whatever they want to do, right? Uh, This was the funny story. Years ago, I did a radio interview and I'll, I've never, I mean, it was probably seven years ago. And the, the woman that was interviewing me was telling me about her son. Uh, her son was like, I don't know, 10 years old and he didn't have his own cell phone. And so, you know, cause she didn't get, he, he was too young to have a phone. Uh, well, he broke up with his girlfriend in elementary school, broke up with his little girlfriend, came in to his mom and asked if she, he could borrow her cell phone to break up with her. <laughs> I've just wow. never forgotten that. And that Amazing. is a 10-year-old, right? Can borrow the phone to break up. So conflict avoidance is taught very young. Yeah. And it, 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 uh, technology only helps uh, promote conflict avoidance because mm-hmm. you've got so many layers of electronic medium uh, to sit behind. And it just it's, it, it is the way things are evolving. I mean, the bottom line is, yes, no answer is definitely an answer, but it's a really bad way to answer somebody. Because it only takes a second to say, That's I'm just, I'm, I'm not interested, right? Yeah. I well, mean, guys, into- so guys, you guys, you guys, all three, I have three guys in the studio. Lucky me today. Uh-huh. No girls, just me. Um, but uh, let's hear from you guys. What would you like if you, if a woman isn't interested in you, what do you want her to, what do you, how do you want her to handle it? The truth. Yeah. I want her to say, um, listen, I, I, I met you. I enjoyed talking to you. However, your travel schedule or your hobbies are not in line with what I like or whatever. I, I don't like your view on this. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I she wish text you or call you or does it matter? Either way, as long as I know, and they're being truthful and honest, that's fine. All I want is the truth and it, and the truth may sting, but I would rather the true sting than to be left to guess and deal with ambiguity. But see, what I understand is I don't know how it would sting if you've gone on one date or haven't even gone on a date. Like that's where I get back and, 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 and I go, I don't understand why you just can't tell me you're too busy. You're not interested. You're not. Because if we haven't even gone on the date, but you've committed to a date, and then you disappear. I don't understand. There's no conflict there. You don't even know each other. I agree. All you have to do is say, hey, sorry, my schedule is just may crazy. I call, may I call you out? Can I do that? I guess. Do it. Okay. So you say it shouldn't sting, but yet there was a girl that you met that you had been kind of chatting with and talking to. 
and you guys were trying to set up a time to talk and get a date set. I th- actually think you had a date set to meet. And she didn't answer the phone. Like, she couldn't talk on the phone. And then I can't remember exactly how it happened. But the next thing, the next communication you got was that she was, her ex-boyfriend had contacted her. She was very confused. And she didn't think going on a date right now with you would have been a good idea because of the confusion and the how she was how she was feeling at the moment. So she communicated that with you honestly and openly, and you were not happy. That was the third one in three weeks, though. It okay. wasn't it wasn't directed towards her. She was the one that got the wrath because it was the third one in the same. Yeah, and I did understand it, but my point was, but it still stung. It didn't sting as much as it was just, I told you, I said, I'm over it. I'm over this dating crap because this is what it is now. And everybody thinks it's okay. And I'm sorry. I don't like running my head into a wall over and over and over. And it's easier, you know? like Dennis said, to sit on the couch, pet the dog and drink a beer. You know, it, it's it's just, but that particular instance, what was frustrating on that particular instance is we met first face to face. You're making rude gestures right now in the studio. I'm all about it. Completely uncalled for. We will not go into the details, lovability listeners, but Jen is being naughty. So anyway, what I was trying to say is that we did meet. Obvious connection on her side. Obvious connection on my side. You saw it. You even related to it because you actually introduced us. Yes, I did. You know, sponsors available, uh, available, Texas Live. That's where we were. Um. And so the frustrating part on that was there was an obvious connection. We had set up a date. Love to. So it was we just had texted, disappointing. We had texted. There was communication already starting. And then all of a sudden, this ex-boyfriend, and she even said in the thing, two months. So that the frustrating part was then why are you out looking at a matchmaker saying, I'm ready to find someone, which is exactly what she told you. So, and it wasn't, it was more okay. frustrating. Okay. And like I said, I just, I just want to point. So, you know what? One of the things we've concluded with both Fair you and enough. Dennis, you know, honestly, and it's okay. Cause I think it, it really speaks to a lot of people out there. It's a repeated pattern. So when it happens right. over and over and over again, it's just a pattern. So Tommy, you're a millennial, yeah. right? So you're, you're very progressive. You may not have grown up in times where people actually respected each other and communicated, had to communicate. Not the real phone. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. say that I was kind of, well, the worst part that I ever had to deal with dating is in high school and college where you had to go and you actively saw your ex no matter what. And even with all communication and whatnot, you saw them. There was nothing you could do about that. So my counterpoint to kind of uh, to go back on that miscommunication thing with uh, with phones, that's kind of, yeah, it is a point. But, I mean, I was ducking and dodging my exes all the time. So, I mean. <laughs> Ducking and I didn't. And I didn't dodging. need. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious. I, so, but but if somebody's not interested in you now, so let's say you had the sushi date with this girl and she's not interested, or she has she's changed her mind about going out, or she's met somebody else. How, what do you What do you want? Do you want her to tell you? Yeah, be honest. Like this, with me, if you're honest, I can understand. Like I'm, chances are I'll find another one. It may not be the day after. It may not be for a few weeks or months or however long it is. I'll find someone eventually. But I'd rather you be honest and open on, did you find somebody else? Awesome. Power to you if you saw that that person was a better fit than me. Right. 
if Amen. you if you didn't like something about me, that's fine. There are some parts of me that I'm not going to change, and if they are the deals that are deal breakers to you, yeah, that's understandable. Amen. I can't I can't exactly give and choose kind of how I am, because I have an obnoxious laugh. It's the most defining feature that I have. Sometimes some people don't like it. I've never heard you have an obnoxious laugh. I've heard you laugh, but it's not obnoxious to I me. I was more worried about the coat that you do, but I guess the laugh is okay, too. The coat? The Coke. Coke. Oh. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole that's different a deal, podcast. That's a deal breaker for some people. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. CBD drinks. We're that's joking. Yeah. We're joking. Um, Clearly, we need more humor on this podcast. <laughs> there, there's a laugh right there. So, um, I was going to, I guess I just have to speak for the women since I'm the only woman in the room. Although I wasn't very womanly a few minutes ago with my bad gesture, but um, but I will say so for women, I think it's the same thing. I mean, guys ghost all the time, and I I, I think it happens. I hear about it more on with online dating, and I think it's because of all the options. I think we need to not take things so seriously. I think we need to connect with people and not become married to the idea that something great's going to happen. Um, I think for women, if we could, you know not have the expectation, any kind of expectation up front and just try to take things as they go. It would help, uh, with the, um, just kind of managing the expectation before the date. No, I think that's fair because I think that's part of my frustration is because I'm, when I say I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, I'm going to be there early probably and be waiting for that particular person and get the table and Uh, I usually uh, text or call and ask them what they want to drink. But, but, but there's men, people out there that aren't. And I think that you bring up a great point because I don't want to say lower our standards, but I think you lower your expectations because of the crazy world we're in today. And maybe those frustrations lower some and I'm guilty. Right. So I'm, I'm looking in the mirror to let people know. So I think you bring up a, a great point about this stuff is it's just sometimes you just got to keep moving and just say, okay, well, whatever. But Brad, I want to, I want to add something to the experience you shared with us. Is that, as I understand it, you went on a date and she was saying all the right things, doing all the right things, talking about the next date, um, and then it, it fell apart. And I will tell you that I've had that happen to me more times than I care to talk about. Um, you know, hey, listen, I'm looking forward to driving your boat. I'm looking forward to getting together and cooking. I'm looking forward to travel. I'm looking forward to this. I mean, and, and then all of a sudden, they just go dark. They ghost or whatever. And I'm like, why why would you say all these things and and do that? and then Three days later, you can't even return my call or a text to go out on a date. What what happened? And what did happen? And I think, again, you look back to one of the three C's we talked about. It's probably the bigger, better deal or they're confused or whatever. But it does. It You, you start getting, you can't help but getting built up on having some kind of an expectation. You're excited. Oh, my gosh. I think things might start clicking here. And all of a sudden, in a couple of days later, a week later, you got to go, well, that was counterfeit. But, but at the same time, so, you know, it is, it's not a numbers game, but that's how people are treating the dating world, right? So when you're being ghosted, I think as a woman, you say to a man, um, just communicate. It's okay if you're not interested. It's okay if you've met somebody else, but just communicate. Don't, don't ghost. Don't not communicate. Just say something because you're not going to hurt a woman's feelings by telling her you may not be interested or you met somebody else. You had a great first date with somebody else before you met her, and you're going to, you know, explore that a little bit or go on a second date. That's great. We will, will at least respect you. But what happens, I think, with online dating is that 
It really is. Like, I, I, I think men are throwing spaghetti up against a wall. They're sending the same message out to hundreds of women, and they don't even remember sending the message. And so the women are all excited getting their email from this guy, and he doesn't even respond at all after like, the first message. Do what? He's like, which one are you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so get my list out. And you might just be a little spaghetti, right? Um, on the wall, right? No, I, I, I completely agree. I think one of the critical things that you and I have discussed in my frustration is they've made the commitment. Mm -hmm. These particular three made the commitment, even made statements like, oh my gosh, it sounds, that sounds so wonderful to, to go have drinks and dinner next week. Little things like that. So it's like, okay, well, you're showing interest and then you disappear. So, you know, that's the part I still don't get because don't show interest at the front. Just say, yes, I'd love to, you know, yeah, I'd love to go out to dinner just so you know, you know, I'm kind of getting back into this thing. I don't really know where I'm at yet. You know, you can, you can put it on the front end. And then if something happens, we're kind of like, okay, well, she wasn't ready. I, I've, I've read a lot. I've studied a lot on the subject where like, you know, women, what they say it's a byproduct of how they feel in that moment. And, you know, we're all emotional beings. And so what we say, how we feel one moment may be different 30 minutes from now. What are you saying about women? I was about to say, that's normal, isn't what? it? I'm just saying it's emotionally based. And, you know, I mean. It is for men, too. Well, no, totally. And and you know what? As I, we're more logical thinkers. Brad has been proven. Oh, I'm way more of a logical thinker. I'm like, I'm not. You never get emotional, Jennifer. I do, but I'm that. Did you not get emotional when that black cat ran across the field on Monday night? Well, that's because it was a cat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, don't don't get started on that because uh, we had the 30 minute conversation on <laughs> on the fear of the cat last night. Fear of the cat. Well, I just say this. I, here, here's That's here's like a song. I, you know what? I, it should be a rap. Year of the cat. It should be year, a rap. Is the year? Was that the year of the cat? Wasn't there a song? What, yeah. Dennis, you're the, the you're year the DJ of the cat. See? Yeah. <laughs> and then you got Cat Stevens, Peace Train, uh, Cat but, Scratch cat Fever. <laughs> but you know what? I I, I can I could see where Monday I Night Football Cat. That's what we're da, talking da, about da, anyway. Da, <laughs> But I could see where, like, I went out with a girl, and she's like, you know, Dennis is an eight and a half in my book on a 10 scale. This is great. Eight and a half, and we had a great eight and a half time. He ranks high, but you know what? Maybe two days later, she went out with somebody she thought was a nine, so I got edged out. Now, that can happen. I mean, we are in a numbers game. We're in a society of next. The, candies, the candy floweth from the shelf over to the shelf over to the shelf. Who, who knows? But it's like, what do you do? You just live day, life day by day. Manage your expectations, temper your expectations, and and, and, and use common courtesy yourself. because right. uh, because ghosting uh, there's a time and a place for it. I think if somebody's disrespected you, if somebody's frightening, you know, somebody scared you, uh, somebody doesn't have good boundaries, definitely exercise your boundary right. to ignore them. But right. use common courtesy. Otherwise, it's an you can easily say as Dennis, this person did. Um, I just didn't feel it. I'm not you know, right. interested in another date, but thank you. I had a great time. It's super easy. It takes two seconds. You can use, you can hide behind your text message behind your phone and do it. It's totally fine, but at least respond. Yeah. Ladies, you know, I'll be nice. I'll be a gentleman. I'll do all those things. But at the end of the day, I will protect myself. You know, I will put safeguards in place to minimize the chance of being flaked on or being ghosted. But Hey, at the end of the day, if somebody really wants to be with you, they really like you, they'll make the effort. That's what it all boils down to in my mind. Amen. All right. Well, uh, thanks, guys, for chiming in today. Uh, I need I need to have a girl sidekick here at some point uh, to back me up, keep me out of trouble too. I think so. you did fine. Okay, thank you. Okay, Make sure she's single. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, talk to you next week.
Welcome to our Dear Jen segment. So today uh, we usually take questions and uh, I'm going to combine a lot of questions that people have. And that is, how do we find love? How do we stay competitive in this dating world? What is it that men and women are looking for? And uh, we we live in a society that is very looks-based. And uh, especially with online dating, uh, all you have is uh, seconds. I mean, like literally maybe three seconds to make an impression uh, with somebody with a picture. Uh, so we better be looking our best. Uh, so what I wanted to do today is I wanted to talk with uh, uh, the Grand Spa. They're out in Dallas, uh, near Addison, basically. Is it? Uh, Beltline in the Toll Road. Beltline in the Tollway. It's considered Dallas, though, right? It is considered Dallas, right on the edge of Addison. I'm here with the owner, Luann, and uh, her daughter, who's the GM, which is Amanda. Hi. So, uh, ladies, say hello. Hello, we're gonna, hello everybody. Yeah, we're going to get educated by these ladies today a little bit. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, if that's okay, Great. because there's a right. lot of people that really want to know how they can stay competitive and look their best. And uh, I know you have the tools uh, and sure resources do. for them. Perfect. Okay, so uh, so obviously, I mean, I I we do live in a competitive society, and we live in a city Dallas is full of some of the most beautiful men and women uh, that exist, right? Absolutely. So, and let's just put it this way. It takes a little bit of work sometimes to, you know, to stay looking young and pretty, right? It it really takes constant work. Constant Constant maintenance. Yes. You have to invest in yourself like you would your home or your car or anything else you spend money on. Most people don't tend to think, they need to spend it on themselves, and it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. I know uh, when I have done consultations with clients, uh, sometimes part of my consultation is that, is sending them somewhere to to get those things done that make them feel a little bit more confident. And and uh, so where do people start? So we can kind of go there first. So somebody, uh, maybe they've, you know, they're getting older, and actually, the the processes don't just start with getting older because, Amanda, you're young and you're already doing things to right. keep your youth. I'm 31. I started Botox at 25. It's preventative. And so I just, I never want to age and hopefully I don't ever have to. So you'll never get a wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never know what a wrinkle is. How about that? Uh, so uh, so you can start young with things like Botox, right? Absolutely. Uh, you good still have all your care. collagen and all that good stuff. You're lucky. Uh, but, um, but you know, people, some people are born with things like bags under their eyes and hereditary things. So there's plenty of things that can be done for that. Right, Luann? Right. And I mean, one of the most important things is having great skin. And a lot of people don't think about the fact that their skin needs to look good and they'll get injections and they'll do other things, um, hair removal, but they don't take care of their skin. Right. And it's, it's the canvas of your face. That's where you really need to start. You need to get facials, you know, one at least once every month or two. And they're so relaxing. They are. They're amazing. And they feel great. And they do. They just really refresh and make your skin look so healthy and smooth and clear. And we just keep getting more and more advanced with the type of facials we can do. I am amazed. I mean, I think that avoiding plastic surgery at any cost is such a wonderful thing. If you don't have to go under the knife and there's alternatives which there are now. There's all there's fillers that have been around, not right. different kinds of fill, derma fillers, right? Yes, for most women, there's there's tons of options as far as the um, radio frequency, ultrasound, skin pen, all therapy, the fillers, and Botox. Obviously, the liquid facelift is 
super popular and it makes an instant difference. And that's what women love about it. They can come in and walk out looking refreshed and beautiful the same day, which is a great thing. I'm sorry, no one has time for downtime anymore. So that's true. Very, very true. No time to have big bruises on your face. And the holidays are coming up and people are have big holiday parties and stuff. So where would somebody start? So where would somebody begin? Uh, There's all these things they can get. And let's be honest, it can get pricey if we're trying to do a lot at one time. So how does somebody find out what they need to do, um, get a consultation, and will somebody help prioritize things yes. for them? I think the, the first thing they need to do is schedule a consultation. It doesn't cost anything to schedule a consultation at the Grand Spa. So they come in and they get an overall assessment. And we can tell you what to do head from head to toe if that's what you want. Or if you're just wanting a specific area, then we can just do that. And we can give you a plan that can go for several months or a year or whatever your budget allows. Um, and like I said before, usually we're going to start with good, clear skin. Um, that's an easy thing to attain with good at-home skincare and getting facials. And then we build from there. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, I, uh, I, I, I love technology. I'm so happy that there are so many things available, you know, to people now that they don't have to go under the knife for. And, and really, reason, everything's pretty reasonably priced considering what it does for your life and your confidence, Right. And in the dating world and in, you know, just in general, just with confidence, people should be doing something. I mean, everybody should be doing something. I know I started Botox when I got in television because those cameras are getting better and better and closer and closer and uh, everything kind of shows and we want to look good in pictures. And, you know, one of the things I had done recently that I love is my eyelashes. Like that has made such a huge difference to me, even in pictures, to not have to not have to worry about putting 10,000 coats of mascara on and having my eyes show up in pictures. Right, we always say that with nice full eyelashes, you look cute walking out the door without even any eye makeup on. Yeah. You already look put together. Yeah. So For it's a really great For whatever reason, start. they're just eyelash extensions, but it cuts your makeup routine by like half. It does. I don't know why, but it just does. It sure does. I don't think we realize how much time we spend on our eyelashes. Exactly. Anyway, um, so uh, the last thing I wanted to address is so we're all women and so we're all, you know, we, we get all this stuff. What about men? Uh, so what things are available for men? And men do this stuff, right? Men do this stuff. And more and more men are doing it. Um, they they get Botox. They get fillers. Um, they also get facials. Men tend to love facials even more than women do. They're very pampering. Uh, so in it's, I mean, once a man starts doing it, they they become regulars. They love it. I mean, it's not. And men, you need to do it because, I mean, there, there was that old thing where, oh, men look so much better as they're aging. No, you don't. You know what? <laughs> aging is aging. It is. You know, and some, gray hair is sexy on some men and it's not sexy on others, right? Right. Bald can be great on some men and it's not on others, right? Wrinkles can be great on some men and it's not on others. So you just, you know, you, you definitely have to take care of yourself too because we care about looks as women. We care about what a man looks like as well. We do. We do. And especially if women are taking care of themselves. I always say to men in the dating world and matchmaking, women are taking better care of themselves than than ever. So age is almost irrelevant sometimes. You know, it doesn't matter if a woman is 50 or 55 or 60 even because of the way she's taking care of herself. I mean, look at Mama D. Oh my God. So Mama D is 78 and she looks like she's 50. I mean, she looks so amazing. Yes. She's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, okay. Well, thank you, ladies. So if uh, somebody wants to, you guys are on social media too, where people can come check you out. Where, where would they find you? 
On Instagram, it's Grand Spa Dallas. And then on Facebook, it's just Grand Spa. Awesome. All right. And who would they uh, talk to if they wanted to get a consultation? They just call our front desk and we have multiple people they can see. And then we'll just try and make sure that they're with the right fit for them and their personality and their schedule. They can also book online. They can book a consultation online as well. Oh, they go to grandspa.com. Okay. Yes. Grandspa.com. Awesome. Well, I go there and I just want you guys to know it is a wonderful, beautiful, comfortable place. Um, I, I've, I'm relaxed walking in the door. I'm ready for a nap the second I walk in. It's just that's what we hope. Yeah, <laughs> candles, music, you know, great environment. Um, so uh, so check it out. Massages too. I mean, that's not facial we do oriented, everything. but yes, yeah, we might do as well everything. spend some time there if you're going to be there. That's okay. Right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to our uh, Love Jen segment, and I uh, hope you got some good tips. And we'll talk to you next week. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.